Listen now for God's word for us in our gospel reading from the 11th chapter of Matthew, starting at the second verse. When John heard in prison that the Messiah, what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? But those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you. And more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of woman, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Have you ever been disappointed? Well, I'll give you two examples. I, I'll never forget the faces that Paul and Sarah made at a restaurant when they were just little guys. They had ordered Sprite to go with their kids' meals. And when their beverages arrived, they thirstily took a big sip and made memorably disgusted faces. Well, Betty and I immediately took their glasses and took a sip to see what was wrong. It turns out the waiter had not brought glasses of sweet and fizzy Sprite, but club soda. Yeah. <laughs> Our faces weren't quite as bad as theirs, but <laughs> that was the face of disappointment. Well, another one. I had a friend who, she had applied for a big promotion. She had the qualifications and more. She had the experience. She had grand recommendations, and her interviews went really well. And the rumors that she and the rest of us were hearing, it was promising. So she had every expectation that that big job was going to be hers. In fact, her staff was so convinced she was to be promoted, come to Raleigh, the big office, they threw a great big going away party of presents and refreshments and made a big, invited people from all over the state to come. And then in the middle of the day, my friend and her staff got a big shock. Somebody else got that job. Or is she disappointed? Well, most of us had a wide range of disappointments, things that frustrate our lives. We often have 
sports disappointments, especially us Panthers fans, <laughs> break your heart in the fourth quarter. Or sometimes overtime. <coughs> you know how that is. Your team, your team is just doing so well, and then boom, they break your heart. Well, well that's kind of to be expected in sports, but then there are crushing disappointments in life. You expected someone to keep your secret. You expected them to keep a promise, and they didn't. You expected someone to treat you with the kindness and consideration and respect that you afforded them, and they didn't. You had some high hope for someone or for some project or for some relationship, and it disappointed. Well, that sounds like what we hear from John the Baptist in today's reading from Matthew. As he sends, sends some of his disciples to ask Jesus a question. Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? This is not a question coming from some smart aleck kid, some skeptical reporter, some superior scholar. This is a question that comes from Jesus' cousin, the preacher in the wilderness who baptized Jesus in the River Jordan. You remember, and when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him, and a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. But you can tell from the question that John says, Are you the one? John the Baptist was not well pleased. The Gospel of John, no relation, quotes John the Baptist as saying, I myself have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. So what had changed? What happened? Well, for one thing, John the Baptist was no longer out in the wilderness preaching confession and repentance. John the Baptist was now John the prisoner. John had offended the powerful ruler Herod Antipas. You see, John had the audacity, the guts, to criticize Herod because Herod had married his niece who had already been married to his brother. Don't you think that makes an awkward Thanksgiving table? <laughs> Jesus was not preaching in a country where freedom of speech was a protected right. So Herod had John arrested, thrown in jail. So the question, are you the one, comes not from John the Baptist, but from John in jail. But it does not come because John's in jail. Our reading from uh, Matthew 11 began, when John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent disciples with the question, are you the one? And what had Jesus been doing? Well, he had been healing people. He had been casting out demons. He had been working many signs and wonders and preaching. But John the Baptist was disappointed. Somehow, in his eyes, this Jesus, this Jesus was not turning out to be the one that, not the one John expected. John the baptizer had become John the disappointed. Well, let's slide that disappointment 
disappointed feeling. Let's slide that to the back burner for a bit. Don't worry, we'll get back to it. Did you wonder what Jesus was talking about when he said something about a reed shaken by the wind? Well, this is a question you'll understand better if you know a little coin history, numismatic history. When Jesus talks to the crowds about John, he asks, what did you go out in the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? Well, you see, John the Baptist is in prison, put there by Herod, like I say, because he didn't like his marrying habits. Shouldn't marry both your sister-in-law and niece at the same time, right? Well, coins, and you can look it up on the internet, coins minted during Herod's reign, they bore an image. It said, on one side it said Tiberius, but on the other side it had a reed, and that was his emblem. They had flowers on coins before that, but he had a reed. So the reed shaken in the wind is not John, that's Herod. So when Jesus asked the crowd, what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft rope. Jesus tells them, that's not John the Baptist, that's Herod. Those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces, not in the prisons. And Jesus, then Jesus tells us that John is not... He's not just a prophet saying, would you come out and see a prophet? Well, yes, I tell you, but more, more than a prophet because John is fulfilling that prophecy from Isaiah. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. And after that, Jesus says, truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one, no one has arisen greater than John. And then he adds something amazing. He says, yet the least, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Well, guess what? We're part of that kingdom of heaven. You might think that doubting John's challenging question, are you the one to come or shall we wait for another? You'd think such a question would merit some sort of verbal smackdown, you know? Some harsh scolding, some fierce fussing, some clever tweet or something, right? But that was not Jesus. Remember what John said when he was preaching out in the wilderness? He said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is coming more powerful than I, I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. He will clear the threshing floor and will gather the wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. You see, John had that part about coming judgment, accountability. He had that part right. Jesus himself in the 25th chapter of Matthew tells of coming judgment, you know, when he will say, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me uh, excuse me, no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they will answer, Lord, when was it we saw you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and didn't take care of you? Then he will answer them, truly I tell you, just as you did not do it, to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. 
John had the part about judgment right, but his message did not include what Jesus would teach us about God's love, God's forgiveness, God's grace. Which Jesus speaks of at the end of this 11th chapter we read from today. Where he says, come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you think about it, John sent his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the one? And Jesus, he didn't really give them a direct answer. It's kind of a yes or no question, but that's not the answer he got. He told them, go and tell John what you see, what you hear, what you see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. So if you are unsure, if you have doubts about Jesus, give your life to him and see what he can do with you. Thanks be to God. Do not be afraid. The light still shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot, cannot overcome it. Bear the light of Christ into the world with hope and great joy. May the love of God enfold us, the joy of Christ encompass us, and the Holy Spirit encourage us as we wait in hope for Christ to come again. Amen.